It's Thursday, September 8, 2016. A 5.6 magnitude earthquake struck just after 7 a.m. local time. Major earthquake rattles Oklahoma, linked to fracking. The bulldozers are still going, and they're yelling at the men in hard hats. Violent confrontation erupts at Standing Rock Sioux Tribe's pipeline protest. Typhoons in Asia, now 50% stronger than in the 1970s. Plus... Today we are moving the world significantly closer to the goal that we have set. President Obama has formally signed the U.S. to the landmark United Nations Paris Agreement. All of those stories and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Temperatures last month shattered all previous records, including one record in Kuwait of 129.2 degrees Fahrenheit. No, I know 120. 29 degrees sounds like a lot, but it's a dry hell. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to hell. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we take a day or two off for the holidays, and really, all hell seems to break loose all over the country, all over the world. Yes, so a lot to catch up on. Here's a quick rundown on some of the things we missed. In the Atlantic, Hurricane Hermine killed three people over the Labor Day weekend in Florida and caused major storm surge along the eastern seaboard, made worse, scientists say, because of rising sea levels. Over in the Pacific, two rare hurricanes that were threatening Hawaii did not make official landfall, but caused storm surge and wind damage and highlighted that Hawaii's new normal now includes being in the path of hurricanes thanks to warming ocean temperatures. Because its old normal did not include hurricanes. They didn't use to hit Hawaii. That's right. Hurricane Newton battered Mexico's Baja Peninsula after intensifying into a hurricane in less than 24 hours with what Weather Underground called, quote, frightening speed. Meanwhile, a new study concludes that typhoons in the Pacific Ocean near Asia are about 50% stronger than in the 1970s. The study in the journal Nature Geosciences did not find that typhoons were more frequent, but that they were more intense, with more storms reaching Category 4 and 5 level. The researchers blame warmer Pacific Ocean temperatures for providing more fuel to storms, but didn't identify whether that was due to man-made climate change due to a lack of long-term data. In North Dakota, a federal judge on Tuesday partially approved an emergency request by the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe to halt construction on some, but not all, of a disputed section of the $4 billion Dakota Access Pipeline near their reservation. Over the holiday weekend, the pipeline company's private security personnel used dogs to attack Native American protesters who, in turn, were trying to stop bulldozers from tearing up what the tribe said are sacred burial sites. That judge is set to rule very soon on the tribe's broader request for an injunction to halt the pipeline's construction. In Oklahoma, Governor Mary Fallon ordered the shutdown of about 40 fracking wastewater injection wells after an earthquake measuring 5.6 hit the heart of fracking country on Saturday. 5.6. Yes, that's a record. Yeah, not one of these little uh, tremors that they've been having. This was a big one. Yeah, it was felt across six Midwestern states and seriously damaged numerous homes and businesses in Pawnee County and on the Pawnee Indian Reservation, where six structures were deemed uninhabitable. Uninhabitable. 
habitable. Yeah. We are now destroying entire homes. Yeah. The disposal of toxic fracking wastewater into deep underground wells has been linked to Oklahoma's new status as the earthquake capital of the United States. This needs to be underscored. We are causing earthquakes. And a lot of people seem to be just fine with that. At the G20 summit in China over the Labor Day weekend, President Obama formally entered the United States into the historic Paris Agreement, joining the president of China, who also formally signed on to the accord in which all nations agree to cut greenhouse gas emissions that cause dangerous man-made climate change. We have a saying in America that you need to put your money where your mouth is. And when it comes to combating climate change, that's what we're doing. Both the United States and China. We're leading by example the world's two largest economies and two largest emitters. Our entrance into this agreement continues the momentum of Paris and should give the rest of the world confidence, whether developed or developing countries, that a low-carbon future is where the world is headed. Together, the U.S. and China, the top two emitters in the world, account for about 40 percent of global emissions. The agreement comes into force when 55 countries representing 55 percent of global emissions sign on. And remember how Republicans told us for years that China would never, ever, ever agree to cut emissions? Oh, yeah. China, India, all these countries that are still growing, and they're not going to stop doing what they're doing. A climate policy that does not include massive energy consumers like China and India is essentially meaningless. I don't think we can control the emissions from China and India. We have statements from the leaders in China saying under no circumstances are they going to accept any kind of mandatory reduction. They sure are wrong a lot. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. <laughs>